What it do, guys? My name is Frederick Ewalike. I'm Johnson Fan. And welcome to the Film Rules the World podcast, episode four. We're back. Actually, we back. took we took a week off, <laughs> but we are here. Yeah, we were busy. It's summer. We're vacationing. Exactly. You know, we're chilling, watching. We t- just both happen to be on vacation the same time at the exact same time. Literally, did not tell each other. <laughs> well, today we're talking about arguably one of the greatest shows to ever touch yeah. TV. One of the most currently the most popular show because that show broke. A lot of rating records, records oh. like every record. Like every, they have feature film quality. Yeah. So we're talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, season eight, but we'll 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 talk about like every previous seasons as well. We're gonna give you a good, you know, rundown of how the whole shebang goes. Like for example, if you didn't watch it, if you want to watch it, even with the unfavorable season eight i still recommend this show like season eight's bad but like it's still better than a lot of shows this is true <laughs> that's like, sad even, it, even though it's like the the weakest season it's, it, there's so many like it's not a riverdale yeah like it's <laughs> i give the entire show an 8.5 Ooh, an 8.5 and that's like a different level for 8.5 like okay. like i'll give another show 8.5 but that would really be like a six but this 8.5 is like <laughs> like on game of thrones level yeah it's on its own 8.5. league league of its own uh-huh. so the first thing i really want to talk about though in season eight were you happy with how the character development like you know concluded with a lot of people i mean i'm gonna have to side with like all of twitter when I said that, it's it's not it wasn't great. I don't I don't love what happened to some of the characters. Who had the worst character development? I mean, I feel like that's an obvious one. <laughs> like literally the most obvious one. Let them know. Uh, but Danny, man. Yeah, of course. She yeah. she got screwed over hardcore this season. Yeah, like her whole storyline, if you don't know, was that she would not turn into her father and become the Mad Queen because her father was the Mad King who murdered many people, even people close to him. He was very jealous. He was just a Mad King, literally. Literally, yeah. And the showrunners took all the seven seasons before that where she was not trying to become that and said, you know what? We're going to make her evil. <laughs> and like... In the, in the last... Like, possible minute. Like, like, literally in the final three episodes. They did not even um foreshadow, like, No, good, they did, though. But n- not but properly. They, like, they foreshadowed it, but they didn't put in the work to develop it to get there. Exactly. Like, they just kind of just threw it in. They'd be like, here you go. Hey, remember that one time from that one season? That's yeah, literally. remember when she, like, was slightly evil yeah. for like this quick second. Remember when she burned her enemies? And then my argument to that would be, yeah, her enemies. Yeah, the Not, people that were, you know, enslaving people. She never really people. burned innocent people till now. I mean, that's debatable. And now she's like Dragon Hitler. <laughs> like, Dragon Hitler. <laughs> Why? Like, I just don't understand. Another person's character development went down the drain 
was my boy John. Really? Why was he brought back to life? I mean, he killed her. Yeah, but like, you think the Lord of Light just said, all right, we're going to bring you back to life. Just to kill your... Just to kill your girl. Yeah. (laughs) That you don't even know yet. (laughs) Speaking of that... He's heard of her. Speaking of that, I wasn't a big fan of that relationship. I was never a fan. I feel like it was just so... Forced. Rushed. Yeah, and forced. I didn't buy it. They're amazing, like, actors. I just didn't buy it. I was trying so hard. I was like, oh my God, let me stand like everybody else. Yeah. But I just couldn't. It was just like. I mean, it felt like one of those things that they kind of forced to happen because it's like, oh my God, she's like the fire and he's the ice, you know? Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. And so they were forcing that hardcore. And those are the two characters that people kind of look at as. Really the protagonists of the whole show. Yeah. Arguably, there was some statistics that came out of the character who interacted with the most people. And it came out that Tyrion interacted with the most people. So some people say if you interact with the most characters, you're you're considered the protagonist. So I kind of agree with that because Tyrion was kind of in every group for for a little bit throughout the show. Like at the beginning, he was like already in Winterfell. Exactly. And you got to see him with all the Starks. Exactly. And then he made his way to... Wherever Danny was in the, the past couple, yeah, and he, and then the boy Tyrion became the hand, yeah, multiple times, and he still is. They, they love giving that man hand because Bran is like, you you messed up, but you know what? We're gonna make we're gonna let you mess up more. Another character character development messed up Tyrion. He used to be the most brilliant man in Westeros. And I understand he's been through a lot and can't be the smartest thing because, you know, how can you plan for taking down dragons? Or like zombie exactly. ice people. But still, some of his plans were very stupid. Like how, oh, women and children should be in the crypt, knowing that <laughs> the Night King, a.k.a. Daddy Ice. The dude that can <laughs> resurrect everyone. Exactly. Is going to like resurrect the dead people in the crypt bro and the night king oh i'm counting him as a character who development that just flopped well i'm okay with it i'm not okay i wanted um my boy daddy ice to push him all the way back to king's landing oh you wanted him to get far yeah because like one episode come on you no that's true they wrap that up you built him up since season one and I know that's not like um, a lot of people's part. It's Dan and Dave's fault, really. But um, I know they want um, HBO's giving them more seasons. They offered them more seasons, but they only wanted eight and six episodes in that. HBO said, we'll give you any resources you want, more seasons. But they're like, nah, we're good. But I understand that they have been working on the show for like eight years. And that's the wear and tear. Like, they started the show when they were, like, 40 or 39. Now they're, like, 48. So, like, I don't blame them. But still, like, this is your moneymaker, your baby. I understand Star Wars is cool. No. But, like, Star Wars is always going to be there. Always. You would never run out of time to make a Star Wars. You can make a Star Wars 10 years from now, 10-year break, and people are still going to watch it. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand but why they rushed. I, I kind of see where they're at, though, because I feel like when shows keep going on yeah they overstay their welcome yeah like if you look at like breaking bad they were like five and done yeah we're not making more like yeah, yeah there's better call Saul, but that's a whole different show see i understand um some people blame george rr R. martin 
because he didn't finish the books. Last book okay. came out 2011. Give the man some slack. Yeah. He's doing, he's a busy man. Yeah, I know. He's I don't blame stuff. him. I don't blame him because I know like writing a book is tedious. Yeah. You got to make sure it's perfect. So like I have, I don't blame him. I blame the writers because he, George R. R. Martin, even though he didn't finish all the books, he still gave you all these characters to work with, all this backstory. All you had to do was wrap it up real nice like a burrito. And these guys said, you know what? This burrito's gonna be fumbled. There's gonna be no meat in this burrito, no lettuce. You matter of fact, we forgot no, the no, tortillas. No, 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 no. no. It, it, it's, I would say it's like, they got the meat. Yeah. Cause you know, there's been seven seasons. They had the rice, the beans, but like they like forgot like the guac and all that uh, other extra stuff. No sauce. The, 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 the toppings, you know. <laughs> Cause I feel like season eight is supposed to be like the, you know, the end bit. Yeah, but um, I don't want to be one of those people. I'm not gonna say this one season ruins the whole show. Oh no. But it does leave a sour taste in your mouth. Because even when, when I watched these, like I rewatched after the whole thing concluded. I was watching The Red Wedding, I was watching all that stuff. And still like, that thought of how it concluded was sour in my mouth a little bit, but it didn't ruin the episodes because they were still amazing. Like, because there, are, it's such a dense show that like there's so much that happens and characters go through so much that it's like hard not to care. Yeah, and still like appreciate the journey, even though you know where it ends up. Which is, it it also like doesn't pair well with each other. Yeah. Like you're like. You're like, wait, so this all ends up leading to this, this, this crazy bit with where she's like standing in front of her dragons, front of this army. Bro. That's a cool shot though. Also, do like the Dothraki and the Unsullied just respawn? Did she press honestly, X on her controller? Yeah. <laughs> honestly. I swore the Night King wiped out the them. Unsullied. Bro, they just... Oh, not the Unsullied, the Dothraki. Both of them. Well, yeah. Remember, because Grey Worm left the Unsullied. Remember, he was looking all, like, sad. He was like, my brothers. And then he went back into the gate. He's like, I'm chilling. I'm chilling, yeah. Yeah, but the Dothraki definitely rushed. Oh, they're dead. They should have been big dead. Like, okay, so we talked about who had the worst character development. And did we talk about John? We talked a little bit, but I'm kind of more forgiving. Okay, John... John, that one, Danny's number one for me, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, I would, for two, Jamie, Jamie. Yeah. Because this Kingslayer redemption arc, and he just goes back to his sister, I would have felt better if he planned her demise. Because what happened to the whole thing about her little brother killing her? Because when they were born, Cersei came out first. So technically, even though they're twins, He's her little brother. So I feel that would have been a better ending. Nobody should have handled her but Jamie. But for them to get hit by rocks, conveniently placed rocks. It wasn't a convenient place. They were in a they were in a basement. Did you not see how like when Tyrion walked in there? Okay, the that was that was they were that in was at the rocks. <laughs> but I mean being in a basement with crumbling castle situation, yeah. like you're gonna die. But, like, the fact that Tyrion just, like, moved a rock yeah. and saw, like, Jamie's face, I was like, okay. And you had Danny on the outside just playing GTA with a dragon, just destroying everything. Honestly. <laughs> no, this is after. <laughs> no, yeah, like, the, da- the Jamie thing, she was, Danny was still having a rampage. Oh, yeah. As, she as, just, as, <laughs> just, yeah. 
<laughs> just angry on this dragon. Just she's just like I don't care. <laughs> and then Arya found her a little horsey that just disappeared. Yeah, I was like, where did this horse go? Like, <laughs> what was the point? Whole point yeah. of that like I five minute scene. Yeah, but then like even then that was so weird because it seemed that they were setting up. Yeah. The whole thing of like Arya might have to kill Danny. Yeah, because the white horse, like in the Bible, um, it signifies like talking about how death arrives on a white horse or something uh-huh. like that. And so pretty much, I thought they were saying that she was gonna be death. And you know how she's had the whole thing. What did they say to death? Not today. I thought like it was like a cool turnaround, but yeah. nope. They just said Arya, they gonna be a pirate and go yeah. sail. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. That's that's a way to live life. Because I'm just like, you know, I would do the same thing. And my boy Bran? Call him Bran the Broken? That's disrespectful. Come on, like... Like, that's gonna, that's gonna be in the book. Bran yeah. the Broken. The history of Game of Thrones. <laughs> if Remember I'm like, that king, Bran the Broken? A hundred years from now, some kid in Westeros is gonna be crack, crackling up. If Bran dies, is he the three-eyed raven? Doesn't that dude, like, live for, like, an extremely long time? Is he going to be king forever? He might. He could just pass his consciousness to someone else. I don't know how their powers work. Yeah, because they kind of just, like, let that man play bird simulator for a big minute. Yeah, and that didn't really amount to anything. See, I really wish they had more depth on the Night King, because I feel like having a Night King cause more destruction than Danny would have really... Left a sweet taste in my mouth because he literally since season one that the White Walkers literally was a in, big the, bad. in the opening of the first episode the big bad. If we would have ended with them, not even them being the last shot, like for example, um, say they added two more seasons, all of season eight, Night King White Walker focused, season nine, Danny versus Cersei, and ten if they foreshadowed it or worked up to it. Have Danny becoming bad because, of course, people are like, "Okay, this girl has too much power. We need to take her out." And John has to make a decision. See, I'd be happy with that. Or if they ended at nine, after the Cersei Danny thing, like both of them have weak forces because the Night King slapped them up. I would be okay with it. Just rushing this big old story, like for example, what if they rushed Harry Potter and like say, um. They made the movies faster than J.K. Rowling's writing the books. And then what happened was they had to rush the last two movies. Yeah. And it was just like, what's happening? I mean, it probably... What if they they crushed Half-Blood Prince with Deathly Hollows together? Like, so you... That would have been messy. Yeah, because you had Harry running to go get the Hulcruxes. Yeah. And then also have to defeat Voldemort in the same movie. Imagine that. That's how I felt. I mean, I feel like that was the original plan. (laughs) You know, before they came up with the idea of like, oh wait, let's split these movies. Part one and two. So it was at one point probably yeah. one movie, and then they were like, wait, this is too long, so we'll wait. And then the whole John, um, just the Azora Hyde thing, like thinking he was the prince that was promised. Yeah. I thought like John was gonna end the Night King, or even Danny, because remember how Melisandre said the prince's promise is not gender gender specific. It's Gender neutral. Yeah. So I thought Danny or John would kill him. But no, they teased the little Night King John fight. And the Night King just raised up the dead again and ran away. And I was just like, disappointing. Disappointing. And out of nowhere, Arya Michael Jordan 
just came out and stabbed my boy in his crop top. Why did he have a crop top? He doesn't have a crop top. Well, why was that little slit of belly or something? It stomach? wasn't his belly. What was that? There was armor there. So she just, oh yeah, she stabbed, she just stabbed him. Because there's like, okay, so like the armor, it's like a chest armor. Yeah. And then there, like the stomach area isn't really well protected. I'm also, it's confused. like Valerian steel blade. So. I'm confused why the Night King who caught her midair yeah. didn't just look at this dagger she was dropping because you could clearly see it because he was looking up where it was yeah. and noticed that it wasn't there no more. And then he looked down at his stomach and just let her stab no, him. No, he was watching it fall. <laughs> yes, I'll just like... In slow-mo. I said he didn't move. He's just going to let it happen. It might have been too fast. I don't know. But the Night King, he's been having fast reactions like the whole series. Yeah. Like quick reaction, like when Theon ran up on him, this boy, this boy grabbed it in seconds and stuck it into his heart. I was like, these are not the same Night Kings. And why did he look at Bran for like an uncomfortable amount of time? Like, <laughs> like, like fresh turkey on Thanksgiving Day. Like <laughs> he was just looking at him. I was like, stab him in his not working leg for something. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> And Brand was just playing Bird Simulator still. I was like, what are you doing? I mean, I don't know. Like, that whole segment was, like, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. With Arya stabbing him. Because I'm just, like, the whole show is yeah. just trying to be built around the whole idea of, like, not sticking to, like, tradition. Yeah. And, like, uh, prophecies and all that stuff. Yeah, I understand, um... They George R. R. Martin is big on subverting expectation, but even he in an interview said that subverting expectation only works when you actually build up to it. Like if you build up something since season one, you don't have to conclude it exactly how everybody thinks, but conclude that in somewhat of a right way. But like don't just throw a random character in. Like for example, if they had John since season one finding a White Walker, and then you have them build up this whole time. Don't just throw Arya in there and like take that kill from him. That's just like disheartening. It's just like, why is Arya there? Arya's never seen a White Walker till like this day. How she like Arya? That is so true. How she's so brave to run up on one like that? See, John. If I thought anybody would kill him, it would be John, Danny, or Sam, or the people who went beyond the wall. The because the no um, Jorah. All oh, them, those because guys. Yeah. they were fighting him for like a whole couple of hours. Yeah. But, like, somebody who hasn't seen one previously to the episode, I wish they didn't kill him. But, because I feel like the Night King, having him around, having that threat, would, like, push the story even more. Like, for example, pushed all of Winterfell back to um, um, King's Landing. And then Danny having to bend the knee for a little bit, because her forces are depleted. Yeah. And Cersei's like, I won't let you in unless you bend the knee. And then Danny like doesn't want to do it, but Tyrion's all like, "Think about the people," you know how he's always reasoning. Yeah, and said I can talk to my sister. He always says that he never can. He never. He always tried, and then he always messes it up. Exactly, and then Jamie has to come in and swoop in the day. And another thing, a lot of people didn't die in the episode Battle of Winterfell. Oh, yeah. They were getting swarmed, like Sam and all them. I really thought like Brienne was gonna die. Brienne, Grey Jamie, Worm. I thought was gonna die a little bit. My list was Brienne, Grey Worm, Jorah, um, Jamie. I thought he was gonna kill. Well, Jorah Sam. did die. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's my list. 
I thought Jamie's gonna survive, be one of the few to survive. Yeah. And then they would have to escape on like a dragon or something. And I thought Bran was gonna warg into one of Danny's dragons. Remember when Drogon's getting stabbed and yeah. he was not moving? I thought um, Bran was gonna warg into him and get her out of there. But nah, Bran was literally did nothing. He did nothing. Bran's power used to be so cool. Like I remember the earlier seasons, Bran, all that working stuff, like with the whole door, hold the door, yeah. all the episodes, it was so like impactful. And I remember like I was one of those people who hated Bran the whole series. Some people hated Bran the whole series. I was like, he was kinda cool until they, he got they boring. They didn't hate him, they just hated how slow yeah. his storyline was. Yeah. It was it moved slow. I thought it'd have a better conclusion, at least. Yeah. Like him having like a mental battle with the Night King, something. And then I'm still hoping at the end of the series that like after John killed Daenerys and you know when Bran was king, when he said when John's going back to the wall, mm -hmm. I thought Bran's eyes gonna turn blue for a split second and then John's gonna like freak out and continue walking to the boat. And cause you remember when the Night King touched Bran? Yeah. I thought the Night King was like somewhat possessing Bran. Ah. And that's, and cause you know, that means Bran knew every single thing was gonna happen. Yeah. It was on some Doctor Strange stuff. This is the only way. That all these people had yeah. to die. So You're gonna have to watch like a whole town burn. Bran is the real villain. Bran the broken. He's mentally broken. He's the real villain of the show. He's sadistic. Yeah, because like, he was like, oh, yeah, Theon really about to die. You're a good man. Stab. Yeah. Or like, hey, I, why do you think I've been here? As he's exactly. like sitting in front of Tyrion being like, will you be king? The same man who said, I don't want to be a lord of anything. This man said, I'm going to be king of the six kingdoms. I yeah. said, boy, what? Yeah. Pick one. Pick one. Another thing. Um, Wait, hold on. Hold on. Best arc, though. My favorite Sansa. arc. Sansa. Ooh, 100%. Sansa she had the best arc. Smartest character on the show exactly. this season. And Sansa, favorite thing about her? She didn't switch up. She said, I want the North to be free and remain with that. She didn't like change up and be like, oh, I actually want to be queen of the six kingdoms, the seven kingdoms. Yeah. Nah, she said, I, I don't care, care about, about the North. Fell. Exactly. And I love that. Yeah. Um, that's, that was the question I was about to ask, actually. Um, she had the best arc. Who else? Oh, um, the Hound. Hound had another arc. His got completed properly we had the Clegane bowl that was such a weird thing <laughs> zombie zombie yeah. mountain but um i just love how he wanted something so bad and they never failed to like to talk about it in the show yeah he even if it was just for a second he mentioned it he said you know where i'm going and we had you know the game bowl, like we did wrestlemania game of thrones yeah <laughs> it was but they also like Pick the worst spot to fight. It was a horrible spot, I, but I love how like, they like broke the ceiling and had Drogon fly over. Yeah, it was just very like cinematic, and yeah. I loved it. But also, best part of that was when Cersei was just like sneaking by. She said, "I'm gonna go." I'm gonna just walk past. <laughs> excuse me. She said, "Excuse me." <laughs> She really slid out of there. Yeah. It was so funny. She, I was like, Cersei gone, bro. She yeah. going to Dorne. I was like, Lena Headey <laughs> doing the most this episode. Bro, they really had Cersei stand on a balcony and say one sentence 
Every episode. And Lena Headey got paid one million for each episode. Get your bag, sis. Get your Get bag. It. Like, I'm not mad. I'd be, yeah. hey, if I'm the actor, I'd be all like, hey, you know what? One sentence, same spot. Don't even got to change my hairstyle. I'm doing it. <laughs> one million dollars <laughs> episode? <laughs> Easiest million dollars exactly. spent. Like, I don't got to ride a dragon. I don't got to do none of that. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. I don't even have to like fake die or fight. Yeah, <laughs> she easy's bag. Yeah, her death was easy. It was exactly. just like I just have to stand there, hug this dude, and just like imaginary rocks are gonna fall on me. And then the Grey Worm was just assassinating people. Oh Ever yeah, since Masande died. He like him and him and Danny both snapped. Yeah, like he. I thought like he was a more rational guy. Yeah, like I was just like, oh, he's gonna like. At some point this season, he's gonna he's gonna see that she's kind of wrong, but no, she just stood by him. Exactly, like because he was so loyal to Danny. Because think about it, he was a slave. Danny yeah. saved him. He, he owes Danny his whole life, and he's willing to lay down his life for Danny or Masande. Yeah. So when Masande was gone, he just said, "You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm just That's gonna true. kill people." I I would have understood if it was like the King Land King's Landing soldiers and all that. Yeah. But the fact that he didn't even like question the fact that Danny like wiped out a whole fucking city. Yeah. I was just like, oh dude. I, I have better expectations, yeah. but it's fine. It's and then fine. John, if I heard him say she's my queen one more time, I would have broke my TV. He just kept saying it. She's my queen. Have you noticed that She's his voice changed? Really? Yeah. Like literally between episodes three and four, his voice literally changed. <laughs> it sounded so off. Because I guess when you're brooding for like I'm, 10 I'm, years, your voice gets yeah, kind of like, raunchy. It's like distressed or something. Exactly. I don't know. Um, plot. What do you think the overall plot if you give Game of Thrones the overall plot, what is it? There, there's so many. I know, but what do you? If you could find one singular plot, like what? What? One singular plot. See, I think it would be this. I know there's like a lot of different storylines, but the singular plot was with Danny. Danny's fight for the throne okay. and redemption. Um, I know um, the White Walkers was a big thing, but um, I didn't think it was ever the singular plot, the whole plot, it just felt like the main plot mm-hmm. was Danny's whole redemption thing because think about how they ended most seasons. Ended most seasons with Danny doing some cool stuff. It was, it's always her like at another higher position. Yeah. So like personally for me, I feel like Danny was the main character because she had that whole redemption. Like my family got slaughtered. Um, it's only me and my brother. We're trying to get our throne back. It's like that generic protagonist kind of story. Yeah. Just kind of like Harry Potter. Both my parents got killed. I'm this baby. Nobody really cares about me. Oh, you're Harry Potter? Oh, I got to get revenge of Voldemort. You know, the whole thing. Yeah. So I feel like Danny had that protagonist kind of arc. Jon Snow, his is just that he was a bastard. And then, you know, he and he... I know a lot of people think of him as the main protagonist, but me, Danny, was always the main protagonist to me. Well, the thing with like protagonists on the show is that like the thing I love about it is the show never really gives us like the traditional hero's journey. Yeah. Cause like every time we get it, yeah, it's always like like 
twisted or changed. Yeah. Like for instance, uh, Rob. Yeah. Like remember when like season like pro- like three and back. Yeah. Like everyone was like, oh, Rob's like the hero of the yeah. story. He'll be king at the end of the show. Dude Red died. Wedding. Dude died. <laughs> and that's why I love that. It hurt because Rob Rob Stark is still my favorite character. Like the whole show. Yeah. I don't know. It, every time he did anything, he was so smart. His battle tactics are smart. He's just a young kid just beating a whole like army generals who've been doing this forever. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, my dad's dead. I'm gonna step in his shoes and we're gonna we're the north and the north never forgets. And I am the young wolf and we're coming for you. Yeah. And then <laughs> after that we had John, because the show kind of like started to really like boost him up as yeah. like oh he's gonna be the exactly the, the main hero's journey it was like but then and it even like led to figuring out that he's Aegon and then at the end of the show it's like no he's not gonna be king he's gonna go off and live with the wildlings and be the king beyond the wall per se I don't think so he does, <laughs> he, he's mentioned it so many yeah. times that he does not want to be king and yeah it, but for John. He had two like mishaps with his character. I know like it's very generic to give him that Prince of Promised, but like what was the whole point about him being Aegon Targaryen? Cause literally there's only a small group of people who knew about it. And then it, everyone it, kind it of really didn't have no big impact. Of course, it impacted Danny. But it didn't really have any huge extreme impacts like where different armies are rising up, choosing sides like, yeah. oh, John, no, Danny. See, I thought it was going to get that bad. Uh-huh. Like at the end of season seven, when they were like making love, I was like, oh, this is about to get bad in season eight. Like yeah. they're about to have a whole war between them, like a civil war. Uh-huh. And then they fight Cersei. That's what I thought. But nah. And I'm I'm OK with it because I'm like. I get what they were doing. Like, it's just kind of a name. Yeah. It shouldn't really have, like, this baggage behind it. Like, yeah. he... Dude, the dude didn't choose to be a Targaryen. That was just yeah. the situation he was put in because of his parents. And a lot of people um, probably feel like the Targaryen name is dead. But since John is a legal Targaryen, even yeah. though um he's not allowed to have kids anymore... And he lives. Just, he lives beyond the wall. Yeah. So he, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, he's an honorable man, though. He's like Ned Stark. So I yeah. feel like he'll actually like take up that vow and really not have kids. Nah. <laughs> I feel like someone's gonna break it. Yeah. Like another redhead comes up. And he's okay. Like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, someone's gonna come along. Yeah. He's gonna find love, and they're gonna build like some weird house beyond the wall and they're gonna have house a bastard yeah and then like when it if but you know in 20 years when they decide to do the sequel series to game yeah. of thrones it's gonna be about john snow's kids wow coming back coming back around yeah to claim his throne probably because now there's gonna be more tar- targaryen yeah bro what if they all had the blonde hair too that'd be wild that'd oh make- man the, like the bleach yeah like white hair Okay, so if you could rank the seasons, so I'm gonna give you um two per ranking. First ranking, awful. Two, not so bad. Three, amazing. Mm-hmm. And four, perfection. perfection. Two each. Since it's eight season, two each. Oh damn. Uh, well, I'm gonna put eight 
at like I don't want to say it's awful, but it's, it's my it's my least it's one of, it's my least favorite of the entire series. Yeah, I don't know about like the other seasons. I don't know what what I consider to be awful. The other were there any other season that you least favorite? What was the one where Arya was like in that church for fifty years with the with the the no the, face no face it was either season five or six no it, it was before that the no face yeah i think it might have been season four Might've i don't been. know i think it was season five probably i don't know i'll give you mine right now all right so awful um eight awful i put five in that ranking too just because not j- because the whole aria thing because of the Dorn thing. I feel like they could have done so much more with Dorn uh-huh. and it fell off. Even though season five had that good climax with Hard Home, amazing battle. Yeah. You finally saw the Army of the Dead. Oh, the, okay. Saw the Night King do the whole shimmy the, thing. The, the shimmy, everyone's <laughs> back, yeah. And but besides that episode, that's the only highlight episode out of everything. Like it was just that. So not so bad. Seven and two. I thought two was good. Two is a really good season. Yeah. Um, it, you learn a lot about politics and stuff, but the highlight of it was just Blackwater. Yeah. Like two, um, from what a lot of people say, and from my experience, that's one of those humps you have to get over. Oh, show, okay. Because you're learning a lot. That's season it's, one. It's not the. It's not like the filler season, but yeah. it's more of like the season of just kind of more world building yeah but not in a very like super exciting like yeah like yeah, we're doing a lot more because you need that one season that explains everything and well, you don't really one, need to yeah but you can season one was kind of like introduction uh-huh. season two was like all right let's explain some things a little bit more yeah. let's have a big old you know flashy battle and then, like, let's see the results of, you know, Ned Stark dying and different stuff like that. And, like, what happened to Arya and also what becomes of the dragons. Exactly. Because that was, like, the season after Daenerys yeah. was, like, I'm standing here with, like, baby dragons. <laughs> and, said, ah. and then she, like, instantly put them in cages and stuff. And I'm, like, okay. Yep. Cool. <laughs> and then season seven. Season seven, my biggest thing with it was like they had I swear they had fast travel on. Okay, that's a that's okay. The show got so weird with travel. Yeah. Like it just like one season a character will take like five episodes. Exactly. Or like the whole season to get from one place to another. But then like sometime in season seven, they're like, let's just introduce like teleportation, like quick travel, yeah. like fast travel. I don't know. And then they were just appearing in places. And it happened in season eight too. I was just like, how are they just getting around? You also got um, back to season two a little bit. Rob's kind of start of his redemption arc where people kind of like, okay, yeah, Rob's the truth. He's kind of like the hero yeah. of this. He's got to revenge the Starks. I don't think it's a redemption. It's more of like, him proving himself. Yeah. Because people are like, well, the stars are screwed because Ned's gone. Exactly. Like, who's going to rise? Like, Rob, this yeah. kid? Because, like, in the books, because I'm kind of low-key, like, reading them. Yeah. And it's taking me a minute because they're <laughs> dense. <laughs> but, like, half the characters are, like, so, like, Rob and John 
are like 14 and 13. Bran is like seven. Sansa is like 11. Arya is like a, also like six or seven. Like these, they're young. They're not like 20. They're not like 20s on the show. Dang. This so is- like it makes, it makes it more sense in the context of the books. Cause you're like, this is literally a kid and he's supposed to prove himself. But you know, they still did it great in the show. Yeah, Cause in the show they had him like 18, 19. Probably. I don't That's know. how he's old. He's supposed to be. He's, he's got a whole beard situation. Yeah. And it, it did a thing like season two. Yeah. It, see the not so bad. It's exactly not so bad. Like, uh-huh. but it was more good season seven. It just didn't live up to the, the hype of yeah, season one wanted. where you had the death net star. You had like, the Starks literally kind of exactly. It was you had it was Robert this, Baratheon, yeah, a strong Sean Bean, and the dude that plays Robert Baratheon. Baratheon. Two strong actors, yeah, amazing. Sean Bean, I miss Sean Bean. I miss him so much. Like I, I'm, I, I watched the pilot again just yeah. to be like, let's see what it looks like comparatively. Exactly, like yeah. Sean Bean. Every time I look at him. I don't think Ned Stark. I still think Boromir. I do too. Because I don't know why Boromir was. He's Boromir. He's so cool, bro. Yeah. And watch him, watch watch them bring him back for the Lord of the Rings TV show. I'll be like, I'll clap, slow yeah. clap. I'll be yeah. like, let's get let's it. Let's go. We He's the new Gandalf. We can't bring back Vigo because he's getting kind of old. I'm not going. They're both like the same age. Yeah, but Vigo is like aged kind of. Vigo's bad. got like gray hair now. He aged bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, you, did you see him in Green Book? He looks, yeah. he looks, he looks okay. I said, oh my God, he let himself go. He's not <laughs> the king anymore. Yeah. But season seven, the fast travel thing was my main it, thing. It was also a season, like season eight did it too, but it was the most fan service season. Yeah. Because like, I'd say around like season seven, was when people like, when the, I think the writers and people that like worked on the show kind of were like, oh, this show's like hella popular. Yeah. So like they started to like implement like little fan service exactly. stuff in it. Which I'm like fine with, but it kind of did was, it was just like, okay, I see what you're doing. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, Another thing, plot armor got heavy in season seven. Well, cause- That's when it was building up. They knew, what was gonna happen they were like they knew they were gonna end in a season so it was kind of like makes sense to be like all right let's save this character and this character and this character blah armor got bad oh yeah like they should have all died like literally when they went beyond the wall yeah all of them should die like the minute the dragon died exactly i was like yep wrap it up yeah because like how's how is he gonna um Hit that dragon so far away, and then Miss Danny who's just flying away. Yeah, I was like, it don't make no sense. I know. This is Night King gold medalist javelin thrower you got here. Gold medalist. This man, this man lined it up and said, "Swung," and the dragon said, "Ah." Hey, at least it was more earned and better than the other dragon dying. He did more damage than that dragon killing machine yeah. with his arm. Oh my God. With his Night King yeah. muscular arm. But like, that was such the worst death I've ever seen. Like, I hated it. The, the second dragon. Oh yeah. The one with the fucking arrow thing. <laughs> they just kept stabbing him. I said, ow. I was just like, just let him, he's already dead. <laughs> you shot him through the neck. 
That man was gone. Like, that was like animal cruelty <laughs> times 10. With CGI. I said, yeah. oh my God. I still was offended. I was like, really? <laughs> it had to be like that gruesome. <laughs> Amazing seasons. Next um, ranking. Season six and four. Ooh, you gotta have Battle of the Bastards. Oh, of course. Battle of the Bastards. The man. whole John versus Ramsey mini arc. Yeah. Dope. Especially knowing like the lead up of Ramsey. Yeah. Like the way they said season that five character. and all the stuff. Yeah, like building him up to be like literally worse than Joffrey. Just horrible. Just worse. He. They, Just a lot of bad stuff. He yeah, did. but like even the way he like went out. I loved it because Sansa was like, I'm just going to feed you to your goddamn dogs. And then he took out his own father. Yeah. It was just. He also he also shot Rickon. Rickon. And that whole battle, like. Yeah. That battle probably was one of the best battles I've ever seen. It was up there with the oh, two it de- towers. It definitely was way better than anything we got in season eight. Yeah. In season eight, they were like, these are going to be the best battles. Exactly. But then it didn't lead up because the reason why season six the battle bastards are so strong it was battle strategy yeah it was strategy choreography exactly cinematography and okay i'm I'm one of those people that like will kind of defend uh the third episode of season eight yeah where it was very dark like i i know it was more of a because the problem wasn't really the cinematography it was more of like the way that HBO chooses to distribute yeah. digitally their, uh, their their the episode. Yeah. So everything just looks gross. Yeah, it was just yeah. It was eyesore. Um, Battle of the Bastards alone. But that was why it's up there. But um, a lot of other things happened, like Arya becoming no one. That cool arc, yeah. and then we found out who John's parents were. Leah and Rhaegar. Um. Yeah. This is post stab. That happened to end of season five. Wow, that's so long ago. Remember, because season uh, it was the end of season five and season six, episode one. John's oh, back. right, yeah. <laughs> it was a whole thing, and then um, so a lot happened. This. Oh, right, because like we had to wait. They, they were like, they were like, is he alive? Is he dead? And then like the first trailer came out for the new season. They were like, he's alive. Another reason why I hated season five was when we were getting introduced to all that high sparrow stuff, mm-hmm. and then thirsty with the whole shame, shame, shame. I don't know, the High Sparrows, it just, it wasn't that- I, I loved it just because of how much I hated them. Yeah, they, I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way out. They were the worst. Exactly, it was just annoying. I was just like, this is the worst religious group- Of all time. Literally. So the battle, so you had Battle of Bastards, Arya becoming no one, John's parents, Red Leanna, and the, the height of it. John becoming King of the North. Yeah, the yeah. bastard becoming the white wolf yeah. Yeah. and it was just a really cool moment like that's when i was really like 100 percent team john it's like let's yeah. get it like yeah yeah and that's what i meant when i said earlier that they were like building him up exactly to be, like the hero of the show to this point yeah um my favorite characters were Tyrion and danny mm-hmm. and then at this episode it was Tyrion and john but john was like up there like above yeah, yeah. and i was just wow other episodes, season four, where we had the Watchers on the Wall episode, uh-huh. where the white wildlings attacked the wall. Just a really good battle. Lot was that the one that Egret died? Yeah, that was when Egret died. That, that made me emo. It, it was, it was dark. And <laughs> it was, it was, it was her death, 
and Oberyn Martell's death. Oh. That got to, yeah, because Oberyn. Don't forget about Oberyn. Oberyn, my Season boy Oberyn. Four. Oh yeah, my! He, he was the dude, bro. I hated the mountain. Like I was like, you know, like in a good way. Like yeah, he was so annoying on screen. Yeah, I loved it. But it was just like, why does he keep but winning? The, the minute that he killed Oberyn, I was just like. Fuck yeah, he you. put his fingers in his eyes and I just know. squeezed like juice. Yeah. Like an orange. I yeah. said, oh my God. He brought that move back with his brother. Yeah, he tried. He tried. Oh, another highlight. Episode two. Joffrey dies. <laughs> Freaking Joffrey and we had, dying. And we had um <laughs> the Tyrion trial. Yeah. There was so much good points. And it, it was it was it was the beginning of the of that. Uh, gift T- that meme of Tyrion or Peter Dinklage, like it was a blooper of him walking down and dancing the chains. Up. Yeah, bro, Tyrion gave the best monologue in the whole show. Oh, he he's like, about, he's like, I didn't kill Joffrey, but I wish I have. Yeah, and I wish I killed all of you too. Like I was like, bro, this monologue this was phenomenal. Mad. Big like, man, Peter Dinklage, favorite actor of the whole show. Yeah, favorite actor. Um, Wait, but even then. The fact that they brought back, I forgot what season it was. I think it might have been season seven, where it was like Olena Tyrell that we learned killed jo- Joffrey. Yeah. That was biggest payoff. Yeah, my favorite. Cause I love how they made like, it wait. Yeah, because she just sat there talking to Jamie, being like, I killed him. And then she drank the poison. And she I was like, she went out like a badass. Yeah, she knew what she was doing. Now on to the perfection seasons. <laughs> One and three. I mean, you can't. Those are my perfection. Those are my perfection seasons, because season one, you had Ned Stark, you had Robert, you had um annoying little Joffrey, you had Bran getting pushed out, legs broken. You had Jamie Cersei's initial like relationship, re-seeing it. You had so many key moments. You had um Theon really a part of the Stark family. You had them finally. But this was early. Early Theon, yeah, you, where he was a dick. You introduced to the um, White Walkers. It was so many points that was just amazing. It was also like the season that kind of like set the standard for the show. Yeah. In terms of like what people can expect from the show exactly. like going forward. Because like this was like the first like really big budget like fantasy. Like they really were like, let's pour money into it. Yeah. Let's pour into like... Like this also like kind of changed the television landscape in general forever because it was like you were gonna get like 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 professional hard not to say like other TV shows didn't have these too but like really like cinematics cinematography yeah. production design like really top quality stuff that really changed the landscape of like television and pretty much it set the standard for it so yeah. <laughs> I just love how this season. Did you watch that um, BTS documentary they released for season eight? Um, the last watch. The last watch. I Phenomenal. I'm like thirty minutes in. They focused in on some extras, the production designers, no, I know, the hairstylists. I know. Yeah. It was crazy how much they did. Yeah. Like they amazing. really like it. It was. It was the biggest season. They put in a lot it, of work for that stuff. Amazing. You got to see like the little ends with that into the actors like you uh-huh. saw like the lady who did Danny's wig and you saw Amelia yeah. Clark in there making jokes yeah. and you saw John um, she's like I'm sad because it's the last episode Kit Harrington making jokes and oh but the table read the table read was a big part um, the yeah. two people who didn't read the script of Which the season one was John was Kit Harrington and the man who played Varys the Varys. only two people yeah. oh and um um plays 
Aria, the girl who plays Aria. Oh, um, um, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams, yeah. She, um, those three didn't read the script. Oh. So everybody looked at Kay Harrington. They were, they all looked at him. And he was just like astonished. He's like, yeah. I killed Daenerys. Danny? He said, people are going to hate me. Yeah. Like, but low key, thing. that yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> Everyone else ended up hating Danny. So to perfection, we had season one. And of course, the climax of that, Ned Stark dying. Yeah. And he had Rob Stark anger and captain stark the anger arises and it's that whole arc of the north never forgets yeah now season three we had king robin kind of like his prime yeah and we had captain stark and kind of like her her like you know her scheming prime and then we had some more little finger in there and all that you know little finger he's just he was he he had survived little, longer than he needed had his to little fingers everywhere he really did and of course the red wedding that's the biggest point I can think of. I think that was like that. I remember when that happened because I was like, what? The show premiered in 2011. So like around 2013 was season three. Yeah. I think I was like in middle school, but I was just like uh, on Twitter and stuff like that. Cause you know, this is early days Twitter or like the, yeah, whatever. I don't know how long Twitter's been around, but like, you know, I like kept hearing about this whole red wedding situation. Same. Like, you know, like it was like it was like this big thing. Like this was like the first time I saw this show like really explode. Yeah. Like, I've heard of it before. Like I was like, oh, Game of Thrones is that weird fantasy show where everyone is naked all the time. That's that's all I knew about the show. But then I heard about the red wedding yeah. and like that got spoiled for me. So I decided to start watching the show for some reason. And then I got to that episode. I was like, shit. This show, like, like it goes. Bro, um, The Red Wedding also got spoiled for me, too. I remember years before I watched it, because I literally binge-watched it 2016. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I cut from Because, like, you're not... No one's watching this yeah. as, like, when they're, like, middle in middle school. school. Like, I should not have been watching this. I just saw it trending on YouTube, because I was being yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's, it's trending And everywhere. I was like, what's Red Wedding? It was like Red Wedding Reaction, Red Wedding Reaction. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, what is this? Because everyone that read the book started to film their friends. Exactly. And I, um, I watched it. I didn't know what the heck was going on. Yeah. I was just like... Well, who's this guy getting stabbed? I said, wow, this is a betrayal. Yeah. I said, oh my God. But when I actually got to 2016, I actually watched it. I was kind of mad at it because I knew it was going to happen. When I saw the scene, I said, I've watched this I've before. seen this, yeah. And I was like, ah. Oh, but snap. I didn't see the whole thing. I just knew it happened. But the problem, my problem with it was like, it was Rob's like fiance. Yeah. Like the way that she died. They stabbed her in the stomach. And, like she's pregnant. Multiple and, and I'm just like, stabs. oh my god, this went so dark. <laughs> and Catelyn. I mean, the, the the show has already been dark because like so much has happened, but like they're literally stabbing a baby. Jeez. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Catelyn, her death was uh, different. The, she just she, stood no, no. there, and then they stabbed her in the neck, and she just fell to the yeah. ground. I was like, oh but my like, god. But like, she made they made sure that she sticked or she stuck around. Yeah. Because they were like, let's kill her kid her kid's fiance and then let's kill her and she had to see it all happen yeah freaking wow Rough. how who did you want to sit on the throne in uh honestly i kind of wanted like sansa to be mm, on the throne because I, I, I was it was like 
I, I knew it couldn't have been Tyrion or anyone like associated with Lannisters just because yeah. like messy. Yeah. But I wanted Sansa because like you know how we saw like Danny really rise to yeah. be like a queen, you know, like Sansa mentioned it too, even though she said it in like the weirdest way. Like, you know how like the whole thing about like mentioning like rape and stuff like that and how it made her stronger. I'm like, oh, that's so weird. Like, I get where you're coming from, yeah. but also like, uh, so it, I don't know. It's, it was a whole thing. I just remember watching the ending weirded out, but I wanted Sansa to be on the throne because she's also really grown as a character, you know, in terms of like, she's been through, not only just being been through stuff, but like also she's like, um, like been challenged as like in these leadership positions and things like that. So I feel like she's like gotten to the point where she's earned it and she's learned a lot. So like even in like in season eight, yeah, she, she was the smartest character. I just knew she wasn't gonna want the main throne because uh-huh. when she got in that stay in the North arc, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, she's staying in the she, North. She's going to be queen in the North. Yeah. And the first queen in the North, right? She's the first. I have no idea. Maybe. But um, me, I wanted Tyrion. I was like, whenever George R. R. Martin and all of them said, you're not going to be happy with the ending, I immediately thought Tyrion. Because, because you're like another Lannister. Exactly. We were so mad. All these Lannisters are on the throne. And then have another Lannister end on it. I was like, yeah. even though we like him, it's still going to be like, Sour Another taste. Another one? Yeah, but that's what I wanted because yeah. I feel like it was the most fit. Because especially whenever I saw that thing where talking about how Tyrion was technically the main protagonist. Yeah. I was like, I really wanted to be on the throne because Tyrion never swayed from his values of wanting the best for the kingdom. Because yeah. he kind of, Varys kind of put him onto that mindset. And he was, you know, he used to just think about and um, drinking and all this stuff. And then he really got on protecting the people and what is right. And I was like, Tyrion would really be a really good king. Make my boy king half-man yeah. for the one time. And, um... But, like, I feel like that would have been, like... I don't know. That would, I feel like that would have made so many people angry. <laughs> I would have loved it because... No, but, I like, I kind of see it, too, though, because that's it's, like... That's subverting expectations, right? Yeah. Because someone who actually earned it... Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, if... In the end, when Tyrion was saying a name, who's the best story, and they say somebody I didn't expect, but they earned it, Mm. I would have been cool. Like, if Tyrion says, who has a better story than Sansa Stark, I would have been like, whoa. Yeah. I said that she does, because it made me think back to season one. I'm just like, Literally, she's like, in the first episode, she's like, all I care about is, like, being with Joffrey and all this Exactly. A a woman who had um, multiple husbands... She went through um, the worst situations, kidnapped, hostage, um, watching her father die right in front of her while she couldn't do anything. Yeah. Um, leading the um, Army of the Vale, so many things she's done, running from Ramsey and his men, just a lot. She's been through a lot, and she became strong. So she's like her and Tyrion... The other two characters, I'm like, that'd be dope. My other secondary was, you know how um, Arya said, I don't want to be a lady. I don't want to be a lady. I was Dude. hoping that Gendry uh-huh. would claim it as the true Baratheon son. Uh-huh. 
and then the queen would be Arya, yeah. and it ends like a... But, like, she would change exactly. what the meaning of queen would be. So a queen, like, is the same authority as a king. That's yeah. what I thought Arya's gonna or be. Or she, she's gonna be, like... I thought she was gonna be, like, more of, like, a war general, or, like... That'd be dope. Like, I don't know. Like, she's, like... like the queen, but she's also the king's guard. Yeah. Like something crazy like, like that. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, that would have been so dope. And she wears armor too. Yeah. Like, that would be I, cool. I feel like it wouldn't be like something like Brienne though. I feel yeah. like she would like have her own thing. Like, she would yeah. be more like ninja stealthy exactly. situation. Like, she, they make her wear a dress for like the coronation stuff. No, but no, she, no, 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 no. No, but she has her like... Uh-huh blade in her pants and stuff under yeah. it i feel like she wouldn't wear like a traditional dress i feel like she would wear some like nice yeah battle ready outfit like i feel like some like light armor or something she would wear yeah her. she wouldn't wear a dress because gendry he's not really um a well-kept dude either yeah. so that'd be a perfect kind of like couple exactly and it would it would kind of change the meaning of the yeah. how kingdoms are run and then you got gendry with his hammer yeah. And Arya with her like blades. Well, she oh yeah, the blade. I'll be I love like, how Gendry built her that weapon, and she lost it immediately. Like in they, that one episode, she lost it. If they execute people, they just have the queen do it. Yeah. See, that's another like dream ending. Yeah. Instead of like having it be like a giant sword, yeah, she just stabs you through the throat. Yeah. The needle. I sentence you to die. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a head chop. Hmm. Well, that was Game of Thrones. That's that was our, our discussion that's our on discussion. Game of Thrones. Yeah. If you liked it, you know, keep up to date with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Check the Twitter pages. Twitter. We're gonna be on more social media soon. And we promise, we'll try to get this our show onto Apple Podcasts. That's been a thing that I've been struggling with. <laughs> but right now, we big chilling on Spotify. So if you like yeah. Spotify and you like that like black screen with the green lettering. Follow us. Follow us. Yeah. This has been Film Moves the World. I'm your boy, Frederick Ewellike. I'm Johnson Fan. And we out. <laughs>